guys. Welcome to the Science of Golf Performance podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. I'm Bobby. That was a great intro, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make it exciting. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel and give us a like. Hopefully you'll like this uh, episode that we have for you today. We're going to talk about stretching and why you should stop doing it. Wait, why? Stop stretching, especially for golf. But my hamstrings are tight. Ugh. How many times? How many times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of us see on a daily basis, whether it's on Instagram, in-house, I'm tight. I need to stretch this muscle. I need to stretch out my biceps. I need to stretch out my hamstrings. I need biceps to stretch my back. Yeah, stretch yeah. my biceps out. <laughs> that's how I'm going to get that's how I'm going to get more mobile. That's how I'm going to get more range if I just do some stretching, right? That's what we hear. But um, we're here to talk about how that's not the best way to meet your goals, uh, to get more range in your golf game or your golf swing. Um, so the current, the, the research that I know of is that is static stretching, right? Like the holding of a stretch mm -hmm. is not beneficial in lengthening the muscle at all unless you're holding it for like two plus minutes. And even then, yeah, and even then you're not getting the benefit of long-term uh, mobility needs. So I actually did some research on this. Okay, today. here you go. Oh, I have plenty, don't worry. Uh, well, <laughs> I just wanted to be able to argue with Bobby is really what I did. But I think from at least from what I've seen in, in a lot of the research, you know, obviously today, but I think like five minutes is kind of what I've heard from stretching mm -hmm. out a lot of the contracture research. But all of it's a lot of the idea of it is based off of like, you know, mechanoelastic, like stretching, right? The properties of if you hold something in a place long enough, mm -hmm. it'll you know, adapt to that and add length. Right. Um, and that's talking about like plastics right, and yes. wood and other materials that aren't living. Right. And there's yeah. been, I think there's some studies like on rat tendons and those mm -hmm. sorts yeah. of things and viscoelastic <laughs> properties and such. But um, I just read that word. No idea what that means. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I guess, why doesn't it work? Well, the, the biggest issue is that the muscle itself doesn't work in isolation, right? So I make the joke about like wood or plastic or things like that. And with those materials, you can isolate the chemical properties of those materials, whereas your muscle is a living tissue, right? We can move it, we can change it, we can stress it, and it's going to adapt and respond to those stressors. But so is your nervous system, so are your bones, so are your tendons, so are your receptors. There's like 20 different things that need to respond positively to a stretch to actually create change, right? And the other thing with this living tissue is it actually takes a very, very long time to do so. So yes, two minutes can improve range of motion in a lot of the studies, mm -hmm. but to actually change the length of the muscle tissue, people mm -hmm. are put in casts for months at a time, Yeah, right? Well, I think a lot of the changes that you see short term are more neuro and sensation yeah. driven. Exactly. Uh, as opposed to actually lengthening. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so let's kind of, let's come out of the clouds for a minute and say, <laughs> how many, everyone comes in, I can't touch my toes. I haven't mm -hmm. been able to touch my toes in years. Uh, it doesn't really matter for your golf swing. <laughs> Arguable, right? Maybe. It depends maybe. how bad it is. Yeah. But, yeah. If um, you're scratching your kneecaps, maybe. Probably. If you're touching your shoelaces, you're probably doing mm -hmm. okay. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously we talk about getting in the gym and deadlifting and those sorts of things. Right. Much more important. But mm -hmm. What's the most common reason you guys see why someone can't touch their toes? And if stretching it is not the fix, mm -hmm. what is? Mm -hmm. um, I think what I see is more like people don't know how to get down and touch their toes. Like they actually can, 
sometimes mm-hmm. and their body just doesn't know how to do it. Like mm-hmm. you, you teach them a movement, you teach them a, a proper hinge, uh, do a, a few active reps with that, a few dynamic reps, and oh, they can touch their toes. So sometimes it's not even a physical uh, limitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you're at home right now and you can't touch your toes, lay on your back, take your belt off, put it on your foot, and pull it up. If you can get at least like 70 degrees, you should be able to touch your toes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're the person that Alex just described. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's a lot of the people we see, right? That's yeah. the vast majority people. of people that come in. And even if, you know, like Chris was saying, try to lift your leg up, see, you know, what degree you're at, even with people that only have about 20 degrees or so, we can easily get them with a little bit of like foam rolling to the hamstrings or maybe even a couple dead bugs, right? Like rolling on the foam roll or tack and strip. I've seen any one of those work pretty well, right? Why do they work? uh, Well, going back to all of those receptors that are in the muscle, (laughs) we're going back to the clouds now. Right. So if I work on those receptors and I get those receptors to calm down, whether that is finding a tender spot in the muscle and holding it, whether that's Mm -hmm. rolling up and down a few times, whether that's finding the tender spot and then stretching the muscle, we're kind of alleviating. We can't stretch the muscle. Oh, okay. Like pinning it and then kicking. So moving (laughs) that muscle along. See, I wanted to argue with Jasper. (laughs) Sorry, Alex, you're in the middle of this. (laughs) Always in the middle of this. Right. So if we do any of those types of techniques, most of the time we can calm those receptors down and we can start to improve the health of the tissue as it relates to the nervous system. Right. Mm. So your body will stop feeling so threatened by the movement. We'll ease it off and then we can get, you know, even 90 degrees with a lot of these people. Now you get off the ground or get off the table. You still have that movement, but then you go to some of the drills Alex was talking about and you kind of have to relearn how to use that because when was the last time those muscles had been interacted with that way? Something tells me that's going to be in the mini series. Uh, yes. Oh, lots of fun there. <laughs> so I guess how do we know, I guess my final question is, well then, if that's the case, stretching is not necessarily going to help change a functional you know, amount of quote unquote length. Uh, it's not going to necessarily change you being able to touch your toes. You know, you mentioned some other strategies that we can use. How do we know when, like what to use and when? Well, my first question is always, if you've been stretching and you still can't touch your toes, we know it hasn't worked for you. So why are we doing it? Right. And that's where we want to assess where that person is. And we have various different tests that can see, is this a hamstring problem? Is it a glute problem? Is it a core problem? And for any of our areas where mobility might be lacking that we're trying to stretch, you might just not be working on the correct muscle, Mm -hmm. right? And we want to make sure that the muscles you're working on are actually going to affect that movement, right? Or is it even, I mean, is it even a muscle problem? It might not I think that's the big thing, right? (laughs) Is it? I think whenever you have a, a tightness or you feel like you lack mobility, mm-hmm. it's really it's one of three things, right? It's yeah. it's a joint problem, mm-hmm. like structurally you're banging into something. Right. Uh, it's a tissue problem, which we've kind of talked about. Uh, Mostly. Yeah. Or it could be a stability motor control or a, basically a brain problem, we exactly. call it, where your brain's not going to let you go. So I was, especially in our senior golfers, we see it a lot where they go to touch their toes and they just kind of fall forward. <laughs> Like they could be literally could be standing with their heels against a wall mm-hmm. and their butt would not push into the wall at all. Mm-hmm. They just try to fall forward. Mm-hmm. And so their brain's response is don't let Joe fall on his nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why they can't go down. Mm-hmm. If you have them step eight inches away from the wall, which mini series, um, 
Uh, and then their butt gets to the wall, all of a sudden they magically go 10 inches further. Right. Um, so I think that's an important piece is to figure out which one of those restrictions it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll save that for the miniseries episode this week. So. Well, and I think if we're talking to some of the coaches or some of the trainers that might be watching this as well, if you keep throwing the same thing at people, it's going to work for a third. It's not going to do anything for another third, and it might hurt another third. Mm-hmm. So knowing exactly which of those three your person that's standing in front of you falls into is just super important so that you can get them the right thing to do. Yeah. Totally agree. Cool. Any other cool. words of wisdom, Alex? Oh, you guys are on a roll with that one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you led the intro. Yeah. <laughs> I let you <laughs> take it off. <laughs> well, if you've enjoyed the episode, you know, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like. Um, you know, I like, like this is a, one more so than another one. So I really encourage you to check out the mini series. Absolutely want you to check the mini series every week. Um, but this, I think being able to actually see how we train that, um, is going to be really, really important. So, um, other than that, anything else? I think that's it. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks.